Amen. I would like to invite you to open the 20th Psalter hymn on the page 891. We are going to read the Heidelberg Catechism, Lord's Day 39. And I'm going to ask you the question, and all together we are answer that question. Lord's Day 39, page 891. Question 104, the question is, what is God's will for you and the fifth commandment? That I show honor and love and faithfulness to my father and my mother and all those in authority. I would like to invite you to open your Bible in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. The Bible says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord God, the Lord your God, is given you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you in this moment that you show us Christ through the preach of the word and help us to understand your word and apply in our hearts that we might be Fear your name and keep your words because we love you, Lord, and we, we want to learn from you. That's my prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So let us continue the study of the confession of faith, which now focuses on explaining the fifth commandment. So take advantage of all the information and exhortations we have heard, let us continue talking about the second table of the law as it is known. Is that right, second table? Yeah. Because for me, table is table. <laughs> okay, the second table of the law as it is known. Because the commandments of the first table have already been explained, so I believe it is essential to make some introductory observations in order to remember when we are talking about the law exposing the commandments. For those who still do not understand how the Reformed understand the correct usage of the God's commandments. After, after all, when we deal with these matters, some may think that we have changed or adopted different position on salvation or salvation by works. 
I will explain. Almost always, when you talk about the Ten Commandments, some people may say, we no longer live in the law, brother. We are living the grace, the time of grace. And they said, we don't keep the law of God. We live like under the grace of God. However, we believe that salvation is by grace through faith. In both the Old Testament and the New Testament, there is no change in the form of salvation. Salvation from one statement, one testament to the next, although there are individual and specific applications for each one. We believe that the law has three different functions. First, the pedagogical function that make unbelievers tremble and run to take refuge, refuge in Christ Jesus. The law has a specific function of showing and expose our failures before God and, show, and showing our total inability to save ourselves so that we have no other option than to take refuge in Christ Jesus. And the salvation he achieved by perfectly obeying God's law and also offering the necessary sacrifice that is the payment for our sins. The second function would be useful of the law, which does speaks of the civil use of serving as a basis. It is also somewhat related to co common grace. When serve as a base for all the laws, govern nations and the ordinary laws of the people. The third function would be the use of the law, where the law guides those who are already saved on how they can live in the way that most pleases God, in the way that most glorifies Him. So, in this sense, the law is something ex exceptional, kind, and desirable for its people, for God's people. And the psalmist says, Oh Lord, how much I love your law. The law of God is no longer just a sword chasing us and make us run desperately. 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 Thank you. Desperately to the person of Christ. But it is now our, our refuge. In this refreshment, we find the pattern that the Spirit of God enables us to follow Him and to, glorif and to glorify Him. God and others are the targets of the law. That's why it is said that the first four commandments have God in Himself as a primary target and are all addressed directly to him as a response to gratitude for what he has done. The two tablets, tablets said that following, the two tablets say the following. The first four commandments define the Israelites', Israelites relation, relationship with God and distinguish 
than for the other ancient people. They must serve one God without making images of idols that could tempt them into a false worship. And they must honor nature of God represented by his name and imitating him and his work rest. The last six command, commandments follow naturally from their observes of the first, the first four. They establish social boundaries between the Israelites themselves, honoring others at a level and in all relationship is at the heart of these commandments. And the great word of the two tables of the law is precisely the word uh, relationship with God and others and our neighbor. That is why the Ten Commandments are this relational, relational pact, covenant, and the constitution that God gave for the people of Israel to know and so that the people could know how to relate firstly with God and from that relationship also with their neighbors. We need to understand that it is not ourselves who establish how we should relate to God, but God himself established how we should relate to him. So, here is an application of the God's laws specific to the nation of Israel. Universal, or universal principles remain for all times. And this is how the New Testament appropriated. It is interesting to note that the New Testament does not entirely repeat the Ten Commandments. We only find it in the book of Deuteronomy, in the Old Testament, which is practically literal repetition with slight variations. However, we have these applications of the Ten Commandments more generally showing that the New Testament does not lose the spirit of the law. The fifth commandment is the first of this second table, as I said. Therefore, the most essential part is about relationship with neighbors, people, and other people in position of authority. Another exciting aspect is that we have the only 100% positive commandment here. This commandment does not start with no or like the other's one. Just a direct and positive order. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is given to you, is given here. And as the apostle Paul says, it is also the first command, commandment with promise. It is the only one, in fact, none of the others have a direct promise. Only this one has their peculiarities of this important commandment of the Lord of God. Well, let us divide in two points, in two parts. First, the word honor. What does honor mean? The Hebrew word honor has original meaning of waiting, weight, which also has the meaning of glory. 
In, all, in other words, glory and honor belong to the person who should receive it. Generally, this term is applied to God, but it is also sometimes used to great authorities below God. Father and mother are our greatest authorities below God. It is also possible to put this principle here more generally and talk about all the authorities that must also be recognized. But above all, I understand that it's more a personal content that is honor your father, honor your mother. These two must, these two father and mother must be honored because this is the most unbreakable relationship in this life. So, under God, father and mother are our greatest authorities. Therefore, they should be more honored than everyone else. The term implies evident respect and reverence. It is neither worship nor idolatry, but a very hard consideration, considering that these are the parents that God gave us, and we honor them under God. Honoring father and mother in the light of the Bible as a whole is First, as we have said, the word honor means respect and reverence. Therefore, it is a direct attitude towards these two people, father and mother. That is a direct attitude, and it is the way we should always present ourselves to our parents. Always think of it as payment in a certain way. A weight of gold to be handed over every time we approach. Because something that we always given back to them for everything they did for us. Second, the most obvious, obvious sense of honor would be obedience. Paul made this direct connection in Ephesians 6.1. Open your Bible and Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. The Bible says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. When, when he says, Children, children, obey your parents in the Lord, as this is right in Colossians as well. Colossians chapter 3, verse 20, 23. The Bible says, Children, obey your parents in everything. For this please the Lord. Now, what is the promises of this great commandment? The promise is, we can say the promise is clearly 
a promise of well-being and prosperity. But first of all, the promise is to please God. See that has been said several times in many texts. Read here that this is good, this is pleasant, this is acceptable to God, and it it is fair. Brothers and sisters, our primary motivation as believers who understand God's grace is that the fullness of biblical revelation is to glorify God. Our primary goal in life as Christians is to glorify God. So when we honor our father and mother, we please and glorify God. And this is our first and greatest reward. There is no greater reward than fulfilling what God wants. So several times... In the text we read, do this because it is good. Do that because it is acceptable. Because it is fair and clear. Secondly, to this practical issues of heaven a long and blessed life. Note that first of all, this was a promise to Jewish people. A covenantal promise within, that, within what was the constitution of the formation of the, the, the theocratic nation. So of everything, a promise has an individual and collective aspect as a whole. The nation fulfills these this, this commandments. The nation take good care of its parents meant the blessing of the covenant and permanence in the land. The chapter what we what we we read, chapter Exodus chapter twenty verse twelve. The emphasis is on remain in the land that the Lord gives you. It has a direct relationship with property. 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 With the possession of the nation in the land of promises. In Canaan. Canaan. Or Canaan. From which this nation was torn away precisely when it did not comply with the commandments. However, the fact that the fact that the New Testament appropriates this great promise. We also find it in the New Testament. Means that the principle continues to be applied. But it is interesting to observe how Paul, the Apostle Paul, quotes this promise in Ephesians chapter 6 of the letter to the Ephesians. Paul expands, expands the understanding of the reward of this promise in the reading of the commandment instead of saying that your days may be prolonged on the earth that the Lord your God give you that this is what the reading of Exodus 20 says that it might go well with you and that you may live long in the land 
Look this, look this, the principle here that remains. But it is a generic application. It therefore becomes a, a generic promise. The meaning is also generic. It does not mean that every person who does this will only die when they are very, very, very old. In other words, someone who honored their father and or mother will not be able to die in accident or illness at a young age. In fact, we can also understand that when children honor their parents, they listen to the parents' advice. As we say, as we saw in the book of Proverbs, listen to the good advice for parents. Usually prevents you, prevents people fail into traps and dangers that do shorten their lives. And a lot of things that shorten their lives, but but Above all, it is the quality of this life that matters so that it goes well for you. For a good life is always better than a long life. It is possible to affirm that it could be understood as an eschatological promise. For what would be the true long life on earth? 90 years? 100 years? 200 years? This is just a breath. No, this is just a breath. This is just a breath. Breath. This is just a breath in the Bible itself says that this is only if you want to know what is true long life on earth. It is the one that awaits us in the new heaven and new earth that will be long. However, it is possible to have both a long and good life in eternity. 100%. Here, Partially, always partially. Nevertheless, fulfilling the fifth commandment under the regime, or in this time, Jesus Christ said to us, we are new creation Christ, is the best way to achieve some of these here too. Brothers and sisters, this is the commandment of the Lord for us as people of God. May God bless us and help us always honor our parents, father and mother, and the authorities who has God established by his power. Amen. Let's continue in our time of prayer. The Lord be with you.